0: Welcome to Truth Triumphant Radio. I'm your host, Cody Mori, and today I actually wanted to do somewhat of a second part of the Flat Earth thing. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, I wanted to talk about that just a little bit more because I think there's a lot of people um, on both sides of the issue and a lot of people in the middle. Uh, who I want to address on this. And I feel very strongly about this issue in regards to its unimportance. I repeat, that it is not important. Not important, not present truth. Uh, And I want to start off with a quote from uh, Evangelism, page 215. It says this, Some have been bringing in false tests, and had made their own ideas and notions a criterion, magnifying matters of little importance into tests of Christian fellowship, and binding heavy burdens upon others. Thus, a spirit of criticism, fault-finding, dissension had come in, which had been a great injury to the church, and the impression was given to unbelievers that the Sabbath-keeping Adventists were a set of fanatics, and extremists, and that their peculiar faith rendered them unkind, uncourteous, and really unchristian in character. Thus, the course of a few extremists prevented the influence of the truth from reaching the people. Now, folks, I think the whole flat earth doctrine, whichever side of it you fall on, and what do I mean by that, what side you fall on? I don't mean whether you believe it in or not that would make you someone in the middle someone who believes that the earth uh, is a globe as Mrs. White says in Spalding and McGann collection page 60 or if you believe that the earth is flat um, and that's a belief that you have but you don't think it's a salvational issue and you don't try to force it upon others well then that would make you somebody in the middle now What I mean by people on both sides of this, I'm talking about people that make it a test, just like we just heard from that quote from evangelism. There's people, folks, listen to me carefully. There's people on both sides of this coin, on both sides of this argument, that are very adamant That this is a salvation issue and that this is present truth and that we must know this in order to be saved now there's people that will say that if you believe the earth is flat then you are denying uh, basic science and physics and what we see in the universe and that because of that basic denial of truth that that means you are going to burn in the lake of fire and that's what people always go to right and then there's people on the other side and they will tell you that if you believe in the deception that there's a heliocentric earth then you're believing a deception you're believing a lie and the bible says You'll be you'll be given to strong delusion for believing the lie and not believing the truth, and then you'll end up in the lake of fire, right? So both of these both of these people on both sides of this, right? And all of us are in the middle. All of us who think it's not important. All of us who who adhere to what gospel worker said. The quote that I read from the last uh, there's two or three episodes ago. Where I read the quote from uh, the 1915 version of Gospel Workers where someone brought in the idea that the earth was flat and Mrs. White said that she was instructed to say, what is that to thee? Follow thou me. In other words, who cares? It's a much classier way of saying that, but that's basically what's being said there. Who cares? It's not important. It's not something that should be dividing us. And that was my entire argument. It's amazing to me, absolutely amazing to me, to see people really on both sides of this uh, issue come forth like roaring lions, ready to spout off their nonsense, when my entire in my entire uh, podcast, I never even took a side. I just basically stated what... The spirit of prophecy says and that is that it is a non-issue and that's exactly what it is now there are people who will say yeah well okay but you know all god's truth or all truth rather is god's truth and therefore that's why it's important well folks that's simply not true okay all god's truth is god's truth yes that part's true but That all God's truth has to be accepted and understood in order to have salvation, that's not true. You see, God is not concerned with certain things. He's not concerned with a person who doesn't believe that helium is a gas. If somebody says helium is not a gas, or I don't understand gases, and I don't understand that helium is a gas, that doesn't mean they're going to be lost. You see, because God God cares much more about people that believe in His Son, people that believe in Jesus Christ. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Not whoever believes that the earth is, is flat, not whoever believes that the Holy Spirit's not a person, or whoever believes in the 2520 or the feast days or just circumcision, just on and on and on and on and on with all these uh, majoring in the minor doctrines that we have. You see, it bothers me, and I know I'm being a bit a bit uh, mocking there. I know that. I, I, I hope it's coming off like the way Elijah mocked the prophets of Baal. Because it bothers me. It is pathetic, folks. It is absolutely pathetic that we have people in our day, in the times that we're living in right now, where people are perishing, souls are dying without hope. And what are we doing? We are focused on whether or not the earth's flat and that we're talking to each other and arguing with each other about that. Are you kidding me? Are we insane? Have we lost our minds completely? People need to know about the Sabbath. People need to know about their sins being forgiven. People need to know that they can be righteous by faith, that the sins that are in their lives that they can overcome them. That's the truth they need. Not that helium is a gas. Not that the earth is flat. Not that the 2520 is 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 salvational. Not that the Holy Spirit's not a person. Not that you have to eat eggs or you or you can't eat eggs. Not only eat raw food, not Doctor CB's dietary advice, not time setting, not Jesus died on Wednesday. No, none of that. It's the Sabbath. It bothers me because if you whether whether you're an ind, independent uh, type of person or a conference person here on this issue, Seventh Day Adventist, both sides, we're looking at we're looking at the messages that we've been given as a people. What are those messages, the first, second, and third angel's message? Flat Earth's not in there. Flat Earth's not in there. And that's what bothers me so much about a lot of this stuff is these people, again, I'm not talking about the people in the middle. I'm talking about the extremists on to the left and to the right of this issue that try to make mountains out of molehills. And they try to tell other people, and they literally did it in comments, and I have to read these people's emails, and they they contact me and they want to talk about it. And the thing is when you when you talk to them once you talk to them long enough they basically tell you that if you don't believe this you're going to hell. That you're lost. That you're a lost person. Now sometimes they won't start off that way, but eventually if you follow the logic down because if if it's not something you're going to be lost over, why are we discussing it? There's two there's 8 billion people on this earth. We have too many people and too little time to be focused on nonsense. Do your job. What are your marching orders? It is to preach the first, second, and third angel's message. That's it. And usually what happens with these false doctrines? First of all, you'll find the same spirit as has been implied by uh, what I've been mentioning so far, you find the same spirit on both sides, both extremes of the issue. Same spirit. And you find the same spirit in any of these other false doctrines or in any of these other non-salvation issues where they want to make it a test or bind a new burden upon people. They want to go to all these churches that are actually doing the work and spreading the message, and they want to tell them, hey, can you, you know that... Uh, the great controversy has been changed and you shouldn't use the 1911 version, even though Mrs. White says you can. Even though Mrs. White says that that's the one that she wants to use for evangelism, there's a letter that she wrote about it. You know, but that's neither here nor there. Whether or not you believe that or not, that's your own personal issue. But when you start making all these non-issues issues, instead of focusing on the threefold union instead of focusing on the prophecies of Daniel and Revelation, or the sanctuary. Amazing, amazing teachings you can find in the sanctuary. The symbols, the types, the anti-types, the offerings. They're all symbolic of what God expects from a Christian. Uh, Parts of it are are actual prophecy being fulfilled, either in a future date or has already been fulfilled. They point to characteristics of, of God... And, and characteristics of Jesus' life and the Gospels. But no, no, we got to talk. We, go, we got to tell people about the flat earth. That's what we got to do. That's what's most important. We're not going to talk about how the Sabbath is the seal of God. We're not going to talk about how the mark of the beast is the coming Sunday law, or that the Pope's the Antichrist, or that we need to be keeping all the commandments, or righteousness by faith, or teaching people about the spirit of prophecy and the identifying marks that are in Revelation about who God's true church is. No, we're not going to do that. We're going to talk to people about you know, time setting, Jesus died on Wednesday, the Holy Spirit's not a person, keeping keeping the feast days in the flat earth. That's what we're going to talk to people about. Okay, well, you do evangelism your way, and the rest of us, I beg, I pray to God that we do our job. And it's very obvious that whether you're conference or independent, that many of the leadership over the years has proven, beyond the shadow of a doubt, that they are not going to do the work. That means you and me have to do it. That means we have to stop focusing on what's not important and start focusing on what is important. And what is important? What is important is telling people about God's law, telling people that are without hope, not about the flat earth, but about the precious blood of Christ, that's what people are yearning for. That's what people need. And that's the message that saved my life. If any of you have ever been in the military, you'll understand this next, um, this next, I guess, metaphor, if you will. A lot of times, these people with their false doctrines, what the, basically what they're doing is they're, they're people that want to do, they want to do the work in their own way rather than the way that God has told us to do it. Rather than the way that God has told us to do it. They're like folks that if you were ever in the military, they're the that they're that marine or that sailor or that soldier that or that cadet that every time there's a working party They are finding some way to get out of it. Every time there's something heavy that needs to be carried, they're on the lightest part, and eventually they're like, "Oh, it's too heavy," and someone has to come and relieve them because they want to do the work in their own way. And when you go, when you go to a, when you go to a, when you're out in the field and you're actually doing operations and you're preparing for an engage, inevitable engagement with, with an enemy which is exactly what's going on in a spiritual sense with us, instead of digging the foxholes and getting on the front lines, they're finding every other little thing they can do in the background that no one needs them to do. And what will God say? What will God say to the people that have made mountains out of these molehills? What will he say when he comes back and requires his talents? And the person says, oh, you know, you gave me this message, but I had another message. I buried my talent in the earth. As I said last time, yeah, it could be a salvation issue. For those people that tell other people it is, that's who it's a salvation issue to. Because Jesus is very, very clear. In Matthew chapter 28, he says this, verse 18 through 20, the Great Commission. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. But people won't accept that. Instead, people want to waste their time instead of teaching people about about evangelism or, or Sabbath keeping or making tracts or printing tracts or doing missionary work, medical missionary work. Instead of doing those things, they want to spend hours and hours and hours studying trying to twist the spirit of prophecy and trying to twist the bible into saying what they want it to say. And that's very very sad. Cuz this is what you always get. You always get people with these false doctrines, they will try to they will try to like a square peg trying to go into a round hole, they will try to force it somehow into the third angel's message so that they can make it present truth. That's what they'll do. They try to make it present truth. But folks, it's not present truth. It's not. And I'll tell you, at the end of the day, let's say, I, as I said earlier in the show, I think that the earth is a globe. That's what I think. Now, am I going to study it out for hours and, hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and find out? No, I'm not. You know why? Because I have other things to do. I have bigger fish to fry. I have a work that God has given me to do, and I intend, by God's amazing grace, to carry it forth. I intend, by God's grace, to to give and study and teach the messages that He has given me to teach. And I'm not going to use excuses like like all truth is God's truth so that I can go ahead and teach whatever I want. I am going to teach present truth. Present truth isn't all truth, is it? Present truth is specific. Present truth is a, a small amount, a remnant of truth, of all the truth that there is in the universe. There is... There is a certain amount of truth that has been highlighted in these last days, and we call it present truth. It's exclusive to the other truths that are out there. So regardless, let's say if I died tomorrow, and the next thing I saw was Jesus coming in the clouds, and I went up to heaven, and Jesus said, you know, the earth actually is flat. You know what I'd say? Oh, wow, that's interesting. Would I feel bad about anything that I'm saying here now? No, because my argument is not to say whether you believe the earth is flat, that you're wrong and you're evil and you're going to hell, or whether you believe that the earth is a globe, that you are wrong and evil and going to hell. That's not my message. My message is, is in communion with and captive to the word of God and the spirit of prophecy. And that message that I see there is, what is that to thee? Follow thou me. In other words, it's not important. It's not important. And I know people say, yes, but, you know, there's people that have studied out the flat earth thing and then they've come to Christ. That doesn't mean it's true. Just because people find God through things doesn't mean that the doctrine's true. People find God through the NIV Bible. People have found God through the Roman Catholic Church system. People have found God in all sorts of ways. I mean, look at Martin Luther. He found God through the Roman Catholic Church system and then studying the Bible on their dime. So, we can't we can't use that as a a okay, well everything's everything's good now. Somebody was converted to the truth through this doctrine therefore the doctrines that's not how it works that's not how it works god is the one who is able to overcome these types of errors or non-errors you know which, whichever it is god is the one who is able to bring people closer and closer to the important truths to the present truths that's why if somebody starts, let's say somebody did study and then found the flat earth to be true and then they found the sanctuary doctrine and the sabbath, well great. But does that mean God is using the flat earth? No. Is he drawing he's drawing them away from it. He's drawing them towards present truth. He's bringing them down a path and he's saying, "Okay, okay, that was that was, you know, Something that you saw, you understood. Now I want to get you into the important stuff, which is the sanctuary, the Sabbath, as the seal of God, the prophecies of Daniel and Revelation. And I want you to give those messages to other people. Never, ever does he say, oh yeah, you found you found God through the NIV. You better pass out a bunch of NIVs. Anybody who studies scripture um, and, and the texts, knows that the King James Bible is by far the, the best English translation that we have. The, there's also the Geneva Bible. Um, I have a copy of the 1599. And there's other majority text Bibles out there today. But when you look at them side by side, up you can clearly see that the King James Version just stands above them all. So just because somebody is converted doesn't mean that every step in the path in which they took towards God was right and true. And that God is able to overcome our errors. God is able to work with us. That's what Jesus even said it himself. He still brought his apostles through those disciples in spite of their faults. And he kept drawing them to closer and closer to real truth to present truth and he even said to them there are many things that i would like to tell you but i cannot but you cannot bear them they can't they couldn't handle them yet but that doesn't mean that they weren't saved they had errors still they had misunderstandings still but he worked with them and he brought them closer and closer and closer to themselves i hope that makes sense just because something is possible, like this is the argument you you gotta realize. This is basically the same argument that people gave Martin Luther and, and a lot of the reformers as to why the Roman Catholic Church system was a good system. Was yeah, but there have been so many really great true Christians that have been in the Roman Catholic system. And folks, that was true. There are true Christians that were died in the wool Roman Catholics, that they lived up to all the light that they had, that they had the errors of the church was ingrained into them, but they still served God to the best of their knowledge. Folks, those people will be in heaven. Mrs. White says that. Mrs. White says that there will be people from other religions that will be in heaven honored the true god a lot of native americans pointed to the great spirit as the creator now some of them were very very into what today basically we would call transcendental meditation and things like that but folks there was others that looked to the great spirit and they lived up to the light that they had they will likely be in heaven God has true people in the other churches they need they need the present truth of the last days they need us to give it. We, we can't rely on our leaders anymore. We have to go take we have to take hold. We have to lift up the standard. We have to get back to the basics. It just amazes me. It absolutely amazes me how much time we all are willing to waste on arguments with each other about these things that don't deserve our time. You think the spirit of you what, what do you think the spirit of God is thinking at that time? You think he's like, "Yeah, yeah, let me help you with this debate." No. He doesn't want to force anybody's conscience. The devil wants to do that. That's why there's the mark of the beast and whosoever receiveth the mark of the beast in his right hand or in his forehead. The word is or there, meaning in his thoughts or in his, in his beliefs or in his labor. In other words, the devil doesn't care if you're violating your conscience. Either you can believe Sunday is the true Sabbath and believe that the lies that he gives about it or you can just do it So that you won't be killed or lose your job. And there's trial runs going on for that right now. A lot of my stuff has been taken down um, recently because of that. No. We have an important message. And folks, I hope it's become clear at this point that we have to do the work and us folks in the middle, and if there's folks on the, so, on the two sides of this that have been listening, I hope what I've said has made sense to you and that perhaps you come back to center and, by God, be, be more balanced about it, more understanding about it, and understand that we have a message to give, and that message is not to be Mixed with any of our own ideas or theories, no matter how important we think they are. Because the fact of the matter is, we have to do things God's way, not our way. The counsel on this is clear. It's what is that to thee? It's that's not important. Follow God instead. We're about out of time. I'm Cody Moore, and you've been listening to Truth Triumphant Radio. God bless.